0: Hello, well I don't know what time you're listening To this podcast Maybe at night before you sleep, Or maybe no one Will ever gonna find this podcast Ever But by the way, welcome to She struggles with Sydney Aha uh-huh. So right now I'm currently Rambling about At around 2.39 Yeah, it's quite late or maybe too early for some of you in the first episode of she struggles i'm going to talk about a topic that is maybe a taboo to the society of my own country i guess because i live in such a religious conservative country that you know Since birth, people assume that they're all straight. (laughs) Guess what? Not everyone is straight, honey. I know, I'm sure like everyone, not everyone, maybe like, you know, a lot of people, especially like the people of my generation struggles on finding their true sexuality. Right now, I'm currently... 21 almost 21 but I still don't know what the fuck is my sexuality and spoiler by the time this podcast ends I won't be giving you clues about what your sexuality is no no honey I'm not helping you in finding your sexuality cause I myself still don't know so like yeah But you know, this is like such an interesting topic, I feel like I can ramble about this for hours and hours, and you know, this the thing about sexuality, how do I even start? It's like such, what do you call it, a complicated topic, I guess? It's such a fun topic for me myself especially as a young adult I still, which you know, I still am not ready to be an adult yet because I I still feel like a teenager inside I haven't done anything, especially in this pandemic I don't feel like I'm getting the full experience of a young adult, you know because you know, I'm just stuck at home, doing nothing reading comic books and watching youtube or netflix which i'm sure a lot of you can relate to yeah but that's like beside the point so this pandemic has brought me to to like what do you call it a realization is that how you pronounce it yeah so like you know i just realize a lot of things through this pandemic because I'm just alone all the fucking time and just like, you know, struggling with myself especially at this time, at dawn when I can't sleep, I just think about a lot of let's say, useless things you know, you just can't bring yourself to sleep your insomnia is just haunting you But, like, yeah, it's kind of fun to have a communication with yourself, you know. Especially about this thing called sexuality, because, you know, ever since I was little, I guess, the societies always, you know, assume that you're autopilot born a straight female, I guess, a straight woman. You know, the thing is, I don't want to talk about gender, because it's like a whole different spectrum, although it is like related to like sexuality, like I don't want to talk about gender yet, especially, you know, it's complicated and like different than your sexuality identity, I guess, it's a different kind of identity. The sexuality that I want to talk about is more of a, you know, sexual attraction, you know, romantic feelings you can build with different kind of people. That kind of sexuality, I guess. If that is even a sexuality, because I don't even know. Okay, so I'm going to talk about my experience with sexuality. As I said before, you know, in this conservative country, religious country, people just assume that you're born straight and I'm sure like a lot of a lot of society, a lot of countries are like that too. And as a new people of a new generation is that <laughs> that doesn't sound right that doesn't make any sense but like whatever yeah so <laughs> the thing is you know you're if you're listening to this I'm sure you get the point <laughs> or maybe not like I'm so sorry I'm struggling well this is why the podcast is named She Struggles cause I struggle a lot even when I'm rambling by myself so like yeah Okay, sexuality, let's get back to the fucking topic. Okay, focus, Sydney. So yeah, that's why, you know, when I was little, I was, I felt that it was wrong for me to even like feel any sort of attraction to the same sex of women. Or like, you know, just people with the same same genitalia. Is that how you pronounce it? I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's just... I remember that my first crush was actually a boy. And, you know, I thought that it was, you know, it's just the normal. The normal thing to feel attraction to the opposite sex, you know? and then I grow, it was in kindergarten by the way, (laughs) you know, she experienced pretty early, she's an early bloomer, okay, and then I grew, she grew, she runs, and she's, she arrived at the door of elementary school, now the thing is with elementary school, I was, this is like a whole different topic, but like I struggled alone not struggled alone I struggled a lot alone too because like I didn't have many friends in the beginning I just couldn't fit in because like you know as as a little kid you just don't know how to communicate with others because like you know in your family I guess People just accept you because you're part of that family, but you know in in school, it's a new environment, a lot of new people, and uh, not everyone is the same as you or the same as your family. yeah, that's a whole different thing, but yeah, back to this the sexuality thing, I'm struggling to even speak, like I'm so sorry okay i was not attracted particularly to any gender until you know some day not someday (laughs) okay until a moment when i was in fifth or sixth grade a boy (laughs) oh my god this is so cute Um, he wrote me a love letter which I don't even remember what he wrote about but just remembering that there was a little boy that was attracted to me was you know it's such a huge compliment because you know oh my god I feel wanted but that's different from you know your actual feelings as a human as a person to another person i don't think i can describe that as you know a point where i realize my sexuality but you know i just assumed that i was straight and i i you know i don't want to say that i'm lesbian or like i'm bisexual or that i'm straight right now Because as i said before in the beginning of this podcast girl honey i still don't know what the fuck my sexuality is okay but at that point you know the 11 or 12 year old me was like oh my god oh my god this boy actually likes me and then like you know i started to be curious i guess to start you know, started getting curious about the opposite sex. And I thought, you know, it's natural for me, as a young girl, to be curious about the opposite sex. Because I just assumed that, you know, like my parents, which, you know, you cannot birth human if you're not straight, because you need the sperm. Well, not actually, you know, not right now, but like in a normal, normal family, like what I have, it's just normal for me to assume that, whoa, okay, so maybe in the future I'm gonna be like my mom and dad, I'm gonna build a happy family with a man that I love and then have kids You know, just the normal, not normal, but the doctrinized, (laughs) the doctrinized kind of thinking, I guess. It's just, you know, it was the norm because you were raised like that in that kind of society, in that kind of family. And then I grew again. (laughs) This is weird. Okay, I got old. No, I'm not even old now. So, yeah, I... I got older okay i i feel like that's the right term or like at least it sounds more right <laughs> yeah i get older and i entered the junior high school you know <laughs> this is like the era i guess for a lot of people to a lot of kids you know 12 to 14 young teenagers they start to get frisky they start to explore sexuality sexual things they they're just trying to be an adult you know (laughs) i feel i don't know i feel ashamed because you know everyone has experienced that age you know once in their life of course or you Well, not everyone Because not everyone makes it To that age, I guess (laughs) This is getting dark But like, yeah If you're listening to this And you're older than a teenager Then, you know You've lived through that phase I don't know if you've experienced that I guess Era of life as A young emo Or the cool kid at school Who is just popular or if you're the nerd, the nerd of the class who wears thick, thick glasses or whatever stereotype you were living back at when you were in junior high school. For me myself, I was, I don't know how to categorize myself, you know, I wasn't not, you know, I wasn't not popular I was not popular either I guess I was okay, I was not thriving but I was living <laughs> okay, like, you know everyone knows me, but I don't know it's not like I'm wanted by everyone to, well, by that time, every boy because you know, I thought that I was You know, straight. Like, no question, no doubt. I was straight. At that moment, I was straight. Okay. In the junior high school, I actually had a lot of boyfriends. Well, not at once. You know, I broke up and then dated again. You know, (laughs) the young, young idiot love. I don't know if they were even loved. I don't even know if, I were even if I was even attracted to any of my exes. They they were all boys. Um, you know, I guess I felt some kind of affection towards them. I felt sad when, whenever I broke up, because you lost a person, you lost a relation. a a relationship to someone but i don't know if it if it was you know necessarily out of love out of attraction as i don't know sexual tension i guess (laughs) i guess (laughs) oh my god this is kind of funny because i'm still talking about the junior high school me you know And so yeah, I guess it was the normal thing for me back then to automatically, you know, target, (laughs) this sounds like I'm such a predator, but like yeah, target boys rather than girls. Because that's just what's normal. And so I dated a few guys back then, I broke up, and then... Here comes the, I guess, turning point of my, what do you call it, romantic awakening, like me realizing the actual feeling of, you know, falling in love. <laughs> I'm cringing so hard right now. Yeah. But, you know, I guess, uh, with this person, I was in ninth grade. I was on the third last year of junior high school um, I guess i was it was the end of the year um for my for the third year so um in the third year in my country, we have these national Tesses, like they're not just an your exam examination like not just those tests but you also have like national based tests i guess like i don't know the standard education you know you have to pass to continue to high school uh it was like the last last minute of junior high and a guy from different class um, reached out to me through, through the application to, what do you even call it? Through the social media? Not really, like messenger, is that what you call it? Through line messenger, which I'm sure a lot of Asians use more. Then, Western, I guess you use WhatsApp more. Well, it's, you know, you get the point. He reached out to me. And then we talked a lot. I baked him cookies, which is so cute. Oh my God, the 14-year-old me is so cute. <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, he gifted me things. I gifted him things too it was also um the first relationship when i started to get physical i guess (laughs) this sounds so wrong no i didn't lose i didn't lose my virginity not that kind of touch you know just regular like cute cute touchy physical thing like holding hands or like Hugging, well, we didn't actually talk a lot IRL, we talked more through the messenger Because, you know, a teenager, a young teenager, me, was very shy But, you know, we also talked IRL too, also not a lot And in the graduation ceremony, I guess Party, I don't know Not party Uh, ceremony I guess Uh, he hugged me at that point oh my god my heart beat so fast it was the first time ever that a boy other than a friend hugged me and it was like a long long embrace I still get, you know, I got butterflies, and I still get these stinky feelings, even now, remembering that, oh my god, it was like my first experience ever getting hugged, embraced uh, by a guy that I was in a relationship with. At that point, I realized that, oh yeah, I guess I am romantically attracted to him okay and then i i was in a long distance relationship with him until i was in high school but we broke up soon after because you know insecurities you know it's hard i guess you know the young me couldn't couldn't <laughs> couldn't hold the feeling of being in a long distance relationship it was hard it was like emotionally taxing to me but I also realized from that relationship that you know I was attracted to him as a man but the thing is I you know as a curious teenager that I was I also researched (laughs) as I mean, of asking the Google, <laughs> the all knowing Google about, you know, sexuality, romance, but you know, I didn't dive in too d because at that point of my life, the normal thing was just straight, you know, just the normal, normal relationship of straight e d d Okay. Um, I read a lot of romance comic books I guess or if you know the term shojo, shoujo manga which oh my god I'm such a weep it, this is embarrassing but like yeah I read a lot of that uh, and and then I moved on to the genre of smut At that point of my life I found SMUD Which in a lot of comic books In Japanese comic books um, Which I read Back then They didn't actually show um, The scenes The sexual scenes But They do talk a lot more About the sexual stuff You know The growing up part of you know being in high school and the girls the boys they get sexually attracted to each other and then they do it they did the deed okay but that's beside the point i sound so childish right now (laughs) but like yeah you get you get the point and so you know i read them and i realized that Oh my god so you know you want to do those things with the boys that with the people with the person that you're attracted to but the thing is um, I have I have never even until now feel like you know I want to do this sort of thing any sort of these things with the guys that i have ever been with in junior high even with the guy that i really 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 liked and you know the relationship that really broke my heart to the point where i cried in school which which i don't know it's a bit ridiculous as ridiculous now that i think about it now but i guess you know for the teenager me it was you know it was a hard time and i guess i did fell in love with him and i ended the relationship without the feelings dropping out like i didn't fall out of love it was the i i was just struggling and felt that I needed to end this relationship for me to, you know, end the agony of long-distance relationship, whatever, okay? Okay, the point is, I have, at that point, uh, from that I wanted to, let's say, kiss, kiss any of the guy I have ever been with. I have never felt the need, I guess, to communicate through our physical physical touches. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And that's why I am straight I am still like struggling until now. Um I'm still really thinking about, you know, is there even a point Was there even a point where I have ever felt sexually attracted to any of my exes? Thus, it makes me wonder if what I felt for them was just affection, you know, affection to a person that claims that they like me because, you know, I don't know if they truly liked me. Well, they could have been mistaken themselves And I don't want to be like that person That just thinks that everyone Like every any of my exes Were like in love, love with me Because I'm sure uh, not every relationship That I've been with that case But you know, if any of my exes were Like was actually in love with me I I I don't know, I kind of feel sorry, but I guess I was also trying to find myself. I was young and curious. But like, yeah, I've never felt the, you know, the need, not the need, like, I never wanted to touch them more than, you know, a friendly hug or holding hands or leaning to each other you know in the in the shoulder i mean i do get butterflies i do get um what do you call it like my heart (laughs) this is this is kind of disgusting (laughs) to talk about this but like my heart do beat do did i guess my heart did beat faster every time i did you know any sort of physical contacts but the thing is okay let's go back to high school i had not i had I, i'm still friends with this girl we're besties i guess um and every time she first touched me i also felt that my heart beat faster so it just confuses me it was you know i was so into denying it like oh my god this is so wrong for me to get my heart to beat faster because of my friend and she's a girl well if she was a boy then it was normal for my heart to beat when she, I don't know, like held my hand or like get her face close to me, things like that. Well, turns out that now that I know that, you know, there are a lot of sexualities out there. and none of these sexualities are actually wrong like you know it's normal for you to be attracted to the person that you want to get be I guess in love with cuz love is love is love well like you know and, but, you know, it just felt so wrong at that time. I was in high school, it was such a taboo, especially if you, if you know, a lot of kids in high school are so immature. They talk about same-sex love as, you know, a disgusting thing, which we all know now that is very, very untrue. But like yeah i was so so scared oh my god like the thing is i just you know i didn't just get butterflies from this one girl space friend but also from my other girlfriend i guess you know i just i just felt i don't know some sort of attraction to my girlfriends too like i don't see them as I didn't see them as um a sexual not sexual like romantic interest, roman I don't know, yeah, you get it, romantic interest but I just see I just saw them as friends and I still see them as friends now. But the thing is I don't think it's wrong for you to get your heart you know, bit faster because of a same-sex or even your friend, I guess well, I don't even know what I felt back then it could be that I'm just really nervous every time someone touches me or like every time at least someone touched me well, yeah well, until I even like entered college I also, you know, felt some sort of attraction to guys I guess, but you know the thing is I'm twenty-one now. I'm on the I'm going to have my seventh seventh semester uh soon. Um and I have the ne- I was not in any kind of relationship when I'm in college. So, yeah, uh that's why I'm still struggling very much right now uh to figure out my sexuality cuz I guess you know, I need to be in a re- in a real relationship to figure this out as I you know, I have felt attraction to both men and women, but I have never, never, never fantasized or imagined a sexual activity. (laughs) That, that, That sounds like paranormal activity kind of thing. But, you know, get involved in sexual things with both men or women. And, you know, the point of this talk, I guess, in this 3am rambling of mine is that I don't know what my sexuality is, period, I guess. And I don't think I will ever find my true sexuality until I find someone to be in a relationship with. Or maybe, you know, maybe everyone is actually just demisexuals That just happens to find the person they're attracted to in certain spectrum of gender or sexuality I don't know This is so complicated And I don't know what I am even rambling about anymore But like, yeah The thing is, you know um, uh, I just want to you know talk about these things because I'm sure a lot of um people, my generation, a generation that is more open and more exposed, i guess to social things that were a lot more taboo back in the days, you know same same sex love or even gender roles of genders Uh, i feel like my generation or today's generation is more open to it you know because i guess we're exposed to a lot of more open behavior now although you know there there are still a lot of resistance Here and there, especially in my country, I feel like, I think it's punishable by law in my country to get involved in same-sex activity (laughs) Activity, (laughs) yeah, you know, you get it, same-sex relationship And it is such a taboo still in my country, it's not legalized yet the society still thinks of it as the wrong thing which you know it makes I feel like a lot of people actually die before they actually knew what their real sexuality is because you know that's just they just assume that they are straight because the society tells them they're straight I guess that's the same as gender too which you know I won't talk about anymore but yeah and I don't want to be that kind of person that dies without knowing what my real sexuality is well I guess in the end it doesn't matter the label the label doesn't matter but I feel like I need to know it you know in order to get to know myself better it's just it's a feel. It's a feeling of accomplishment to know yourself better, you know. But you know, it doesn't really matter to. I guess like it's a good thing that you know what your sexuality is, but limiting yourself to a label of sexuality as sexuality. What's wrong with my pronunciation? It's just. I don't know, it's not something that I have reached, not reached, that I want, you know, but I'm talking about the label that the society gives. So if you are actually like straight, straight, like it's not because you're doctrinized to be straight, then, you know, go ahead, um, chase your love, please, uh, have, say it safe relationship non-toxic relationship whatever yeah but i'm just trying to say that you know sexuality is like such a an abstract thing for me and i'm sure for a lot of people out there especially young young teenagers or young adults like me or have not been in any of any serious relationship i guess because i haven't even lost my virginity yet well that's like (laughs) oh i just got real personal there but like yeah i'm not ashamed of it too you know uh, and I'm gonna talk about the concept of virginity, I guess in later podcast because it's a whole different story for me, but I guess it is related to the feeling of never wanting to have sex, I guess explicitly talking to any of my exes or anyone ever, but like don't don't get it mixed with you know not having any really any experience with you know getting frisky by myself that's like a different thing but like sexuality is more i guess you know the topic of this podcast not about the sexuality that i feel within myself but attractiveness to other people yeah so like you know you're if you're still listening to this and you're wondering what the fuck is this girl even talking about I mean like same girl I don't know I'm taught I'm trying to like solve this sexuality thing while talking with you I guess or well like more like I'm talking with myself right now But like yeah, I still don't know But like, that doesn't matter If you still don't know what the fuck your sexuality is Am I gay, straight, or bi? Or a lesbian? You know, take it slow You know, the most important thing Is to feel attractiveness to a person that You see as a person, a genuine person Rather than seeing what is attached to, you know between that person's like so yeah I guess that's like the note and like the essence of this podcast that you know a lot of I'm sure not just me but some people are, struggles with the same problem maybe you realized about your sexuality very much earlier than me Everyone's different. We have different pace in life. And you realize about a lot of things with more days pass. As more days pass, well, maybe not in this pandemic because you don't even meet anyone. And it's just. It makes me even more confused about life and sexuality and my mental health. Which, you know, I feel like. Oh yeah, this is something I wanna talk about too Please don't get hasty in this pandemic No matter how sexually frustrated you are Because it's still not safe Although if you trust that person and... I don't know, that's like besides the point (laughs) I'm just rambling now, like a real actual rambling But like yeah, I guess that's the end of this podcast And I'm sorry that I wasted your time. If you're already asleep or if you're still listening to this podcast. Good night or good whatever time you're in. And I'm here, Sydney. I want to say goodbye and see you on the next She Struggles podcast that may or may not be released in the future so like yeah bye